Halo teman-teman semuanya, nama gue Andreas and this is Love Life Millennial. <laughs> Alright, episode 53 or the final episode of the year. If you're listening to this, this should have been published in the 22nd of September 2020, the initial date to which I started my podcast. It's been exactly one year that I've been doing this and wow, time really flies. I was quite sure that I just started this like weeks or months ago. I wanted to make this dedicated episode because I felt like pouring my thoughts about what I've been doing for the past one year. Not so much actually, but first of all, um, you'll notice that, well, I'm speaking English again. It's quite the opposite of my first episode where I actually speak Indonesian. And that's why I guess in this episode, I would like to have a little bit of a change also to act as a prelude to my second season. It's quite funny when I posted on Instagram a couple of days ago about me making my final episode of the season. Quite some of you were asking, oh, why did you stop? And I was like, nah, it's just the first season. I'm still going to be rambling nonstop. It's just that I needed some kind of corporate strategic evaluation meeting to reassess what I want to do, what I felt this podcast should be doing. So first of all, yeah, I really like to thank you, the listeners, because without you, I'm just like one man speaking to a mic. Hopefully that is not the case. And the second is, of course, the speakers from my friends who have who have been so kind and willing to talk over as guests on certain topics from love, life, and millennials. <laughs> I really learned a lot and it just genuinely reinforces the idea that I'm always so certain that I can attain new stuff from people, that there's always something more to take when talking to them. And just back to my first statement in episode one, that every person has their own stories. It's just for us, whether or not we're willing to uncover them. So all of you guys who have talked together with me, thank you, thank you so much. I wouldn't have made it to 52 episodes without you guys. You know, back when I started the podcast, I wanted to make this just like a one-on-one, me versus the world. But I'm really thankful that I decided to invite people to come over, just to glance over all the episodes that I've been doing. I've learned how to open a business, I've learned how to make games about environments and pollutions. I learned about Tinder, <laughs> also about long-distance relationships, and how to sustain a relationship with, with a foreign partner. <laughs> And then there's also the Christmas special edition where a pastor of mine. Wow, that was deep. I need to revisit that one again. Uh, next one, there is more dating. Also learning about vegan horror stories. Damn, this was random. Oh yeah, then, then I met with my former principal and talked about what I wish I could tell to my younger self. This was another insightful episode. So much lessons to learn about the young adolescent blood. Um, and then I also learned about racism in the European countries, in Italy to be precise. Wow, and then there's also my celebgram. Nah, he doesn't like to be called that way. But yeah, he shares stories about what it feels like to have someone with followers. And then fast forward to the beginning of the year, talking about Corona, how it felt to be stuck in China. And there's also a very powerful talk with a mutual friend of ours about Indonesia, about the power to voice your opinion. 
and just to be factful about certain conspiracy theories and controversial talks. <laughs> it's quite fun. Then it's back to dating, how women perceive intimacy. <laughs> Sometimes they feel close, but apparently they don't think of us as boyfriends. And then next is my first explicit episode, which had one of the highest views. Just because I mentioned that the episode was explicit and then it just blew up. <laughs> what the hell? But hey, it was fun talking to my close friend, my colleague. And next, I learned about education and being a teacher, what's their role in the classroom. It's cool, really cool. On top of that, I learned about hypnotherapy and counseling. This is also a very eye-opening and soul-stimulating episode. Just because I was really not exposed to these topics, so it really touched me. <laughs> and the one of the highlights of the years is for me to be able to meet my role figures in the world of podcasting. One of the creators of 30 Days of Lunch met him in some random spot in Jakarta and just decided to YOLO ask him out for a podcast and he said bloody yes. Wow, it's crazy. Then I met some Swedish guy in a social event in Shanghai and I think that's when it first started my English version of the podcast. Actually, I think I missed one episode where I did it in Chinese with my roommate talking about hygiene and toilets. Ah, that was so fun. <laughs> And then just a couple of months ago, I was able to reconnect with an old, old friend of mine in film programming, how film can shape and change our perspective. And then later on, I made a friend with the Singaporean business owner and learned about making a business in China, getting scammed. <laughs> Shit always happens when you make some business, right? And then another business episode, this time with an Indonesian restaurant owner in Shanghai. If you guys are in China, you should definitely listen to that and see for yourself how not easy it is to survive, to thrive your business here in a foreign country, I guess, in general. And then finally, my last two episodes where I talk to my good friends in Shanghai discussing about dating or debating, I guess. <laughs> But it really makes us more intimate with each other because we now know our orientation, our approach to dating, and I think we gave good inputs to each other. Okay, just one thing that I want to bring up in this highlight episode of season one is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I plan to have some changes in the way I want to present and structure my podcast. The most fundamental part of it is uh, the language. I want to be doing this podcast fully in English. So back in season one, I initiated this whole podcast saying that I want to listen to stories in Bahasa, but I realized that I wouldn't be able to fully live up to that word since I live in Shanghai and my friends are diverse, not only Indonesians. So finding Indonesian speakers talking about good topics will really deplete itself very, very quickly. And of course, I don't want my networking to be to only consist of Indonesians. I want to know more about the world. That's why I have to make friends from all over the world, right? Plus, for me, I guess it's also a way to practice my English because seriously, I think my English is getting worse. You know the joke, right? I am no longer a bilingual, B-I-lingual, but a bilingual, B-Y-E-lingual. Felt like I'm stuck now between progressing in Chinese but at the same time losing my English. And the result is not mastering any of the two languages. It's kind of sad but it's the reality. 
So I want to treat this podcast as also something for me to learn. Personally, it has been a platform for me to practice my speaking, how I articulate thoughts on my brain and speak it outwards, right? And to package it as a message to you guys listening. So I want to add on to that by changing the formal language to English. Of course, this doesn't mean that I will no longer invite over Indonesian guests. I will definitely put a mark on each and every episode later on, even those previous ones. Which ones are English, which ones are Indonesian. It's gonna be a whole lot of work for me, but... <laughs> but yeah, I just anticipated that going forward, I will be doing more English episodes. Way, way more English episodes. And I think I personally convey my ideas better in English than Indonesian. So yeah, main language will be English so that I can practice. <laughs> and then, still on the topic of my motivation or my intention in doing the podcast, if you guys listen to episode one, those of you Indonesians, <laughs> you will know that I said I want to listen to stories, right? But over the year, I have noticed that it is a very general endeavor. It is a very, it lacks focus, right? And I just found this like recently over the, two, the past two or three months, I guess, when more people are listening now to the podcast and then they were asking hey it's really cool that you make this weekly podcast and then they asked me what's your podcast about and i just stood there and not knowing what to answer i said oh yeah we talk about everything but deep down i know that that is a very blurry answer and here i am knowing that clarity is king so so it really calls for me to revisualize what i want to say um of course i will still be chit-chatting with other people but i wanted to have a focus i wanted to have a goal to have a why right start with why why simon sinek and i've been contemplating on this for so so long just to prepare for this last episode and i found it and you know what's the most interesting part i find it when i took a bath in the shower you know hot shower gives ideas i really don't know what's the magic behind it but anyway yeah my why i'm gonna answer it with i want to be a source of value or inspiration for millennials problems so you might say that ah this is so pretty this is still pretty similar this is still so vague but no i'm gonna be titling all of my episodes with a problem that i'm gonna be addressing so i guess it's a one step downward to make it just a little bit more specific You know, I'm still a little bit scared because I fear that it will limit my content ideas, but I don't care. <laughs> I have to be disciplined and I just have to believe that my brain can think of new contents every week in season two. Talking about making an episode once a week. So in my recent post on Instagram, I asked you guys to leave some comments or anything that you like or dislike about my podcast, about what you think you want to see or not want to see. Um, not a lot of idea recommendations, unfortunately, but I've gotten some compliments from you guys about being consistent to publish once a week episode. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite saying that I'm such a very motivated and full of ideas podcaster, able to give out content once a week. That's not me. I think a lot of the times I was really exhausted and just reluctant to make another episode. But I guess this is something that I need to touch on a bit. It's just deadline really helps, especially for me, a master procrastinator. I, I really love to procrastinate. And so deadline really helps me to push me. It's quite ironic, right? For me to fall under a promise that I created for people that I don't know of in public. 
But hey, yeah, I think we humans are like that. We are very, we care so much about what people think of us, no matter how many times you say that you don't. So that's why even with the restructurization, even though I have my concerns, but I just want to do it, just try. I have learned from many, many motivational speakers and good public figures that execution beats overthinking. So I don't want to think too much. I'm just gonna determine a path and then just force myself to walk that path. Let's see if I can still be consistent in making an episode a week. Hopefully yes, definitely yes. <laughs> just to ramble on a little bit more about this concept of execution beats overthinking. It was just a week ago when I watched a YouTube video of Seth Godin, S-E-T-H-G-O-D-I-N. So basically it was saying that writer's block is a myth. So writer's block is basically writers who don't know what to write. And as someone who also likes writing, even though I haven't been doing that much for the last half a year, I can definitely testify to this, uh, it, it does happen. But according to him, that is nonsense because he said it is virtually impossible for us to write poorly. Because whenever we do that, our brain will automatically tell us to stop. That's why Seth was saying, whenever you meet a writer's block, just write as much as you want. Your brain will eventually either tell you to stop or it will generate for you the best ideas that you never think about. So I want to apply this to me doing the podcast, even though if I have no ideas, I'm just going to turn on my mic and talk non-stop. <laughs> I'll probably leave it for the editing on how I could weave the stories, you know, to string my ideas together. But yeah, that, that is how I attempt to tackle this podcaster blog <laughs> for my second season. Oh, I remember the exact statement of Seth Godin is, if you write poorly enough, your brain will give up and soon you will be writing well. Uh, it's nice, right? I guess this is also showing positive resistance to the need for perfection. I think Gary Vaynerchuk pontificates about this a lot during his public talk um, about trying to achieve perfection. But for him, it's a numbers game, right? It's quantity over quality. So yeah, this is a reminder for me to just keep making. Okay, finally, I also received feedbacks on my audio quality and I have to really admit to that because I've been really inconsistent about the editing, but also partly because of an external factor that I have no power on. So sometimes when you meet a speaker, it's really weird for you to, to ask them to come over to your house to do the recording or for you to go over to their house to do the recording, right? So what ended up happening is that we had to meet in public places, in cafes, just to justify myself a little bit. <laughs> I've always tried to search for less crowded cafes, but obviously, no matter how crowded a cafe would be, there will always be background noises or people chattering or plates and fork sounds. Many, many, many noises that are very hard to edit out. So I guess in this situation, it's really beyond my control. What I can do is to, as much as possible, do it indoor. But even indoor, you know, we're not in a studio. I don't have all those soundproof pads on my walls. But I do what I can to try to make it consistent. But all in all, I don't know how many times I can say this. Thank you so much for all of you who have contributed in one way or another to this podcast. I don't have a big number of listeners yet, but I don't really check that often as well. I just sometimes glance at the numbers. I intend to just persevere and let's see how my perseverance will bring me. How many viewers I can accumulate in the next 2, 3, 4, 5 years. I hope I can still sustain that long. Let this episode speak for itself later in the future. 
Alright, that will be it. I hope you guys have a better idea of what to expect in Season 2. I will be taking a couple of weeks holiday um, just to refresh my mind a little bit, be more inspired and accrue more knowledge for myself so I can reshare them in Season 2. My plan is because in October we will have a golden week. I think that will be perfect for me to just enjoy my work holiday and podcast holiday. So I should be coming back to you guys on the 11th of October. That will be my first Sunday of season 2. Until then, I hope you have a good day, have a good weekend. Well, technically not a weekend because this episode airs on Tuesday. But have a good day, have an awesome week, have an awesome life. And see you guys later in season 2. Bye bye.